0: Yay! So here we are, another episode of Becoming Cosmically You on our podcast. And today we have the very tanned uh, Pauline with us. And I was just saying how I just look like a complete ghost next to you. Like you can tell it's winter here, but then I'm usually this white color anyway. So over to you, Pauline. Um, Where are you from and and how did you get to doing the work that you do? Uh, So, hi, I'm Pauline
1: McGuire. And uh, as I was saying, I'm I'm looking at the the sunrise over um, the Caribbean Ocean right now, where I live. Uh, I live in Mexico, and uh, part of um, so so what I do is I assist uh, other walk-ins on the planet who have, like me, uh, experienced complications, and what what those complications look like um, is Bodies, bodies can handle walk-ins, bodies can handle the shift from one soul, one energy to the other. Um, however, there's only ever meant to be one in the body at a time. And the complications that I experience, which are the most common, are that um you end up with more than one soul embodied. And that's it's I call it an energetic soup because. Mm-hmm. Now you've got you've got these energies and everything is muddled and mushed together. Not there. There's no clear frequency coming out. Um. And what happens is that the the embodied occupants timeshare the body. Mm-hmm. So, um. I wrote I wrote a book and it's called Who's Holding the Microphone, and that's that's the analogy that I use is is that one every day or every hour or however it ends up being in in your body, only one of the occupants can speak at a time and they decide what we're going to do, what we're going to think, what we're going to say. And the the microphone gets handed around. And my journey to finding out all my clients were walk-ins, but I had never shown as a walk-in and the, the kind of the symptoms of, of walk-in complications, and you can see it with the with the the microphone analogy is um you can almost feel bipolar and schizophrenic because you've got these different energies cycling around and you don't know that. I'll give you an example. Um I would be riding my bike and eating the things that I like to eat and uh, starting a course. I love learning. I love teaching. And, you know, one day just being really happy and like, yeah, you know, after a life of a life of ups and downs. And then the next day I can't get out of bed. And I am like, what are you doing? I'm like, why did you sign up for that course? We're never going to finish that course. Like, Why would you do that? And I'd eaten six donuts. Uh-huh. And those were the types of experience that I, experiences that I had that told me something was wrong.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Something was not the way it was meant to be. I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I mean, I looked like I had it all, but I wasn't happy. And um that led me on the path to discovering that I was a walk-in with inter with um, with complications. Doing that work to clear, and uh, as is very common, um, so at that time, there was eight, I believe seven or eight souls embodied, and when you have more than one, you have embodied interference. Um, So, which, and, you know, there's an innate agenda in the body to stay healthy and happy, and that goes out the window when you have embodied interference. Um, so part of the process after the after clearing and getting to get, getting to one occupant, part of the process is or is the in the integration is orienting to, well, why did that occupant come in? What did they come here to experience? What did they come here to contribute? Mm-hmm. And realizing that for me, that meant that the life that I was living had been created by other occupants, that had, had, had been conflict, had been interfered with and nothing in that life was for me anymore. And, uh, very quickly I knew, I just, I just followed my guidance and I ended up leaving the country. I just went and started a whole new life.
0: Right. And,
1: and that's very common. That's very common for my clients. Oh. Um, and there, there is a period where, um, the body needs the body needs to repair and regenerate. For me, for many of my clients, that uh, the they, they, like me, their first complication happened in childhood. Mine was eight. The youngest I've dealt with is four. So they have no memory of being sovereign in the body. Mm-hmm. And when the body's, you know, doing the time sharing thing, it doesn't have the bandwidth. There's there's no extra resources to go into repair and regeneration, mm-hmm. so that's a, a that's a really big part of the integration process is dealing with the physical body and um, and that's what ended up bringing me to Mexico. The universe just guided me here, and uh, you know, feet on sand, sun on body, and um, just calming down the entire nervous system. I had to reset the nervous system in the body. And have dealt with some old, um, some some structural issues due to ancestral and family and and, uh, generational energies that were in the body. And um, yeah, so I I now work with uh, walk-ins like myself, clearing them, uh, guiding them through their clearings and getting a lot more, continuously getting new information on ways that things that need to be cleared and ways that our bodies, um, have been altered or interfered with and which prevents us from showing up authentically Mm. and, and seeing in the, in the world, uh, and in the systems and the programs in the world, how, how it's reinforced that we're meant to believe that that's the way it's that's the way it's meant to be. Uh Oh, it's an adventure. It's an adventure. And I also lead a community of walk-ins who, um, who are just a fantastic group and just, you know, it's like, we came here, we chose this method to embody, which I, I believe is if you're doing this, this is not your first rodeo on earth at all. And you came here with a big purpose. Um you've been through a lot so let's cut through all let's cut through all that stuff and get you going to where to 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 make the impact that you came here to make Mm
0: -hmm. and I imagine like there's probably a lot of work to do around like the 3d stuff as well right because this work involves the energetic and the 3d so I imagine once you've come to this realization that you've had a walk in and like you said you you almost didn't want that life anymore or you probably didn't associate with that life anymore and that I imagine would bring up a lot of grief because you're kind of you don't really know your identity or you don't even know what you like and I imagine you have to go on a bit of a journey of exploration I would imagine to find out what's yours again or what feels good
1: very very much so and if you've lived a life where you've never felt good then the first step is feeling good, Mm -hmm. having those moments of, Oh, I like this and exploring, you know, like when I, I, I have an, an integration program and for some clients it's okay. Well, I want you to go to the supermarket. When you go to the supermarket, I want you to look at five new fruits and five new vegetables, right? It's, it's everything from food. You, you think that these are the only, you know, that, that this is what you're used to eating. Mm -hmm. Okay. But now you're completely new in the body. The body may need something new to support you. So it's really on in every second and every thought opening up to possibility, mm. you know, that this could, that could be my, you know, I well, I always eat this. Oh, that could be my next favorite thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's change on every single level that you could even possibly imagine. Mm. And then you were talking about 3d. But you're changing, but the people in your life may not be. Mm-hmm. So you're navigating those changes as well. Um, and that requires communication, boundaries. I teach a master class on boundaries and consequences, and saying no. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you don't make these changes for yourself and you just continue to flow with those old that old life, then you're not in, in authenticity. Mm-hmm. Right. You're saying yes to things that you're used to saying yes to when now it's probably a no. No, I, I don't really enjoy doing that. I don't like to have those types of conversations anymore.
0: Mm. And I imagine it, it takes quite a long um, a period of time to realize what it is that you do enjoy, because I imagine if you've never felt in your body entirely, you've got to go through this process of feeling again. Right. Because I've worked with clients who um, were abandoned, for example, as children, so they suffered trauma, for example. And when I did a session, that their feelings were like completely separate entity to them. So it was like I had to like um, bring their feelings back into their body. And for her, getting used to feeling again was such a shock, in a good way. But you know, it's all this newness, isn't it? It's like being dropped into a life, and you're like suddenly everything's bright and noisy and feeling and, you know, feelings are big when you're a um, multi-dimensional being, right? We, we feel deep and, and wide and um, really hard sometimes.
1: Well, especially if you choose to love and be open hearted, mm. you know, when you, when you have your walls up and, and you're just living in survival as most people on the planet are, And you're not getting those big feelings, Mm. you know, and that's probably why many people shut down was because the feelings were so big. Um, And in the case of walk-in, yes, you you're feeling you're experiencing, but when it comes to the body, what's left over in the body, the stuff that didn't get felt, but got stored, Mm. that's not yours. Mm. And anything that's not yours doesn't feel good Mm. so it's almost like it's heightened in that way and developing your relationship with your body is so so important so so important and I'm going through a process the last couple of weeks have been super intense for me and um I'm going through a process right now where my body's letting go of a lot of stuff Mm. and um like I was saying last night Uh, to to the tribe, you know, it's not being's process. That's body's process Mm. that it wasn't these, these experiences, these showed up and and it it wasn't properly expressed, but. It's like sitting, holding your best friend's hand when they're going through something. Mm. I can put us in situations that allow the emotions to come up. Like I did, um, I do ice bath and after I got out of the tub on Sunday, um, just this huge release, just sobbing, tears, body letting go. And, um, it's, but it's body's process that I'm just sitting, holding space for, right? I I wasn't there when all that stuff got accumulated. Uh, It's very, um, it's. It's a very demanding process. It requires you to have a lot of tools to stay present
0: mm.
1: and in the moment and, and trust and navigate through everything that's showing up.
0: Yeah, trust Trust is everything, isn't it? And you, you mentioned a bit about the body. Um, there are so many people going through things and they forget that we sit in like one of the most sophisticated pieces of kit like that, you could possibly have, right? And our bodies are so sophisticated and know the answers to most things. Uh, one of the things that my team want me to ask you is um, like, what's your process for um, getting rid of the souls? Do you dissolve them or send them back to the womb of creation? Like, what do you do with them?
1: They never wanted to stay, right? It was always meant to be one out, one in. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're very happy to go and continue on their journey. They, if you look at the body as a house, one person can own the deed to the house, and that's the newest occupant. The rest of them had already essentially sold the house, were packed up and ready to go, uh, but through trickery were were not allowed to. So they're very happy to go. Um, it's clearing the agreements mm. and the uh, interference and the manipulation. And what was used to, tr- to create the agreements, to have them stay. Uh-huh. And you can feel, you can feel when the ox go and um, it gets very quiet. Um, <laughs> at my, my clearing sessions. And it's very physical, as you know, with energy work, right? When the energy is moving in the body, there's all, there's all kinds of stuff happening. And so mine was pretty exhausting and um, I immediately went to sleep for like five hours. My body, my body just shut down and, and needed to reset. And when I woke up, it was so quiet in my head. Wow! I did not know that from the age of eight, I had had a committee. Ooh. It's not, it's, it's. Somebody, it's not something that you, I didn't know what was happening. And, you know, I have people who read my book and they've read it like 10 times. And they're like, when you said this, mm. that's when I knew. And they know in that moment with certainty that that's that's their truth.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow. So how many just as an exa- um, example, I know you mentioned people like having bipolar or schizophrenia or things like that would you say there's a lot of people who are in that category, that mental health category, who are being misdiagnosed and will probably Oh
1: absolutely. Every every single everything the every single thing the body does, so a symptom or what's considered an illness has an energetic root. Mm. Um or an emotional root. And, you know, I know, having come from Canada, it's a very Western medical society where it's, you know, we're going to give you medication, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, which serves an agenda. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, many of the symptoms in Western medicine look like mental illness, mm. which keeps people and I I went that route for a while I went through mm-hmm. that uh the medication and the just to try and and feel somewhat sane mm. um, so you can imagine that if you if you were living a life that you had been indoctrinated into belief systems right which schools take you out of your knowing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know we have our connection we have our we have our knowing and that's not cultivated in children so when you've been completely separated from your knowing Mm -hmm. then the medical system can step in and decide how it's going to go down for you Mm -hmm. And you're you're well aware enough to know that if you if you actually say what's really going on, you might be in a straitjacket. Uh. the The information I've been given when I because I'm, I'm I'm writing my second book now is that the 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 highest number of interfered with occupants on the body in in on the planet is twenty three. So there's 23 souls embodied. That's highly, highly interfered with. And they're probably not functional. They're probably medicated or self-medicating at that point in order to just function or not function.
0: Yeah.
1: I just met a 20. Wow. Yeah. And that that's been very consistent through my career as a facilitator, which has not been that long. Um, but I do seem to, I joke, I'm like the bat signal went out <laughs> and it very quickly, uh, very quickly. Um, yeah, so now I'm up to 20 and, um, the other, the other fascinating thing is cause what I, what I put out into the world is what can I uniquely contribute? You know, we all, let's say a hundred people do a, do a course or do something. We all integrate that work in different ways and we can all express it in different ways. And one of the things that showed up for me almost immediately was working with uh, children, child walking. You would never work directly with the child. So, but I knew exactly what to do. It, it the the guided system kicked in. It's like okay, you're dealing with the the the, the walk in parent. You're clearing the parent. You're using you're clearing the parent. You're clearing the child using the parent's body as proxy. Oh. And um, so it's it's really that trust, that surrender of I know what I'm doing. I've done this in other timelines. I've other you know, I I know exactly what I'm doing, even if I don't have the conscious awareness and um, in this lifetime.
0: Mm, yeah, exactly. That trust and that knowing that you've already done it before and you, you're doing it on another timeline. Right. <laughs> um, so if someone's listening to this or watching this and, and kind of pit your, pique their interest, what would you say were like the main symptoms, if you like, um, to kind of determine that someone's got to walk in. So
1: there's 14 you can go to my website. There's actually a quiz. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So there's 21 questions in the quiz. So, um. so that's the easiest there's, um. but, but in a nutshell is, you know, there's something out there for you. You know, you have a purpose, you know, that there's something more in life for you, but you just don't know what it is and you've tried everything. Um, mental health issues. Um, compulsion, alcohol, drinking, food, and you're just like, where did this come from? But you don't have any control over it because you don't realize that someone else is holding the microphone. Mm. Um, feeling cut off, not cut off from people. So for me, you know, I had this body's family of origin, right, the the family. And, you know, in this world, they, oh, you know, it's your family. You're supposed to love them. I felt complete indifference, mm. probably disdain. And it's like, I did not want to be associated with that family.
0: Mm.
1: So that, and it's, that's a mental, you know, like that, that's very isolating. Um, You, your memories fade. Like I have no... And I, and it was, it was happening the whole time, but I would have years of my life, with zero memories. Mm. So there are a lot and, and there's, there's 14 distinct symptoms. And if you're not trusting yourself, then you are, you are, you're vulnerable to believing what the world tells you those symptoms mean. Mm. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And that's not a good interpretation, right? Like you're cut off from your guidance and, and that's the thing with, with walk-ins is there's so much going on in the body that by the time they come to me and when people show up, show up for me, I'm like, how did you find me? I have no idea. (laughs) That
0: bat symbol, yeah, the bat signal went (laughs) out.
1: They have no idea, and and um, but you can imagine living for days, weeks, years, decades, trying to trust yourself, knowing that you're meant to trust yourself, but every experience you have is showing that you that that's not the case
0: mm.
1: it's um it can be very demoralizing when when you're not in awareness mm. of it and that's my that's my that's my goal is to get this information out to people mm. they get to decide if it's their truth but know that it exists mm. And it might be a process of elimination, right? It's it can seem very contradictory. It's like, oh, that she's a bit out there, <laughs> and you'll have your dark nights of the soul, and you'll come to the realization it's got to be it's got to be something I don't know about because I've tried everything, mm. and that's that's a hallmark of walk-ins is they're at the self development courses like they're they're doing everything to 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 find the answer. And many times when they find me or they meet me or they read my book and they're just like, I just knew that's my truth. Mm. But the only person who can, who who can tell you that is you.
0: Mm. I love that. I love that concept though, that you kind of just give them um, the framework and the outline and you let them decide, because I think there's a lot of, Advice and coaching that goes on out there that tells people what they should think or what they should be. And you know, what you're doing is you're just saying, Hey, this might apply to you. And I'm holding space for you to make your own decision. And that's really beautiful. That's really beautiful. And um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people, to be honest, that aren't aware. And you know, this will, will be an alien concept to them. You know, it's still an alien concept to people that we. Aren't 100 human, um? You know, people are still getting their head around that thing. You know, walking just takes that one step further, right, into um that realm. <laughs> well, they're not going
1: looking for this information because life is a bed of roses. Mm. Life is not working. Um, they're frustrated and disillusioned and heartbroken on the, on a soul level Mm. that the experience that they signed up for is not happening. They know it's meant to be different. Mm. And in many cases, and the root cause is different. Um, many of them, when they come to me are incredibly sick,
0: Mm.
1: the body has not The body has been so overtaxed. It has not gone into repair and regeneration. There's embodied interference, which does not have the agenda to keep the body healthy and happy. Mm -hmm. There's occupants in the body that the only paradigm they know is in order to get out, they need to kill the body. Wow. So when you got, multiple you're in mid mid high teens you know actually no it's not it's not anybody can have this but I've had people come and and they're in multiple organ failure and they the the doctors don't know how they haven't had a stroke but nobody knows the root cause of it Uh they're in stage four cancer and all that all of that that we clear and get body back to hundred percent authority and say, body, is this necessary now? No, no, the cancer can go. No, this can go. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's um, it's a very brave process, which is why somebody has to come to the awareness on their own because they're the one that's going to be doing the work. Mm. I can show up in authenticity and share my story and share my experiences and how I saw and interpreted and navigated them. And that's why I offer a coached integration because I, mine was a self-serve, you Mm -hmm. know, and. Daily energy clearing protocols and supporting the body there, there's, there's so many moving parts to it. And you just don't know what you don't know. And Mm -hmm. So, I provide a container, a foundation to explore that. Because what it comes down to is your wildest dreams are why you're here, but you've been conditioned out of it.
0: Yeah. And I always say that, you know, we, we're here to experience it. There's a lot of um, humans in the collective who are still wearing like a badge of pain, of honor. You know, and it doesn't always have to be that way. Yes, there might be things that you need to grow through. But I'm a big believer that once you've got the right tools and the right guidance, and, you know, most of us had to go through this alone, right, to create these tools that work for us so we could share them with other people, we had to go first. But once you do have these tools and the right mentor and the right guidance, everything gets to be effortless.
1: And part of, actually a big part of my journey was understanding that there are energies on the planet. I don't, I don't label energies as good or bad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there are energies that have a different agenda. hmm And when you start to interact with those, you're going to, you can have physical reactions, emotional reactions. So a big part of it is what is even mine? And educating the body on that body, that's not ours. Like, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, um, like I, you know, my body's dealing with a lot, you know, clearing a lot of, a lot of old emotion. So if something comes over me, first thing I'm saying body is this ours mm. it's not always ours mm-hmm. right you you've, you it's like energy is like dust bunnies right you just kind of bump into them I have no like if, if we need to do a crying session I'm like, like I'm doing a breath work session on Thursday to get this stuff moving and out no problem with that but I don't want to be chasing my tail mm. dealing with energies that aren't even mine
0: yeah yeah, and I think that's a big topic. You know, not many people understand energy hygiene and not no. people, many people understand what it feels like to connect with the light or connect with the self-serving beings because, you know, self-serving beings can make you believe that you are connected to the light. They can give you all kinds of benefits, right? They can make you feel good. I, I've seen it in so many successful coaches, people that I've been on programs with, And, um, you know, when you come to that, when that comes to light that they've got an attachment and that's how they're receiving their money, their fame, their success. I'm like, nah, I'm out of that. You know, you, you go ahead and do what you need to do, but I do not want a part of that because at some point you get, you have to pay for that. Right. You have to pay back what you took.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, it it, it's, you know it's don't tell me you know this don't tell me that it's what's your energetic hygiene process mm. you know how 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 clean are you mm. how um and and so when when someone's like an energetic hygiene process what's that <laughs> yes no you right. get to make, you right you get to make your choices and i really believe like i i've dealt with a lot of energies um that's um, and what's coming up now for me at working with clients is when I'm asking about the energies, the clients never dealt with it. I haven't dealt with it in this lifetime. I've dealt with it another lifetime. So I'm going getting that information, bringing it back and doing what I need to do to clear there. There are two hallmarks though. Lack of humility. Um, mm is a a really big hallmark for me that there's other energy involved in in running the show. Mm. And that's something that I very much check myself on. I have the, I have the privilege of being here to have this experience and give. Mm. Um, And so lack of humility. And when you believe that, you know, what's best for somebody else, uh, right. When you when you think that your guidance and your opinion trumps theirs. Uh, and if somebody tries that with me, I just shut down. It's uh, because what I what I see happening on the planet right now is there are a lot of very high-dimensional beings coming in to assist. Uh, and I have no idea what they're here for. So who am I to tell them what the path is? I can tell them this is, this is how we integrate it after walking complications, but, but I don't know what they're here for. I don't know what their gifts are. I don't know what light they came here to bring. Mm. I If you, ha- if if you look at me now versus who I was, like, when did I leave Canada? So Oh, three years ago, mm. who I am now, my life, w- that's inconceivable to me.
0: Mm.
1: And when you're dealing with things like this, it's, you know what it's like, it's in the quantum, change happens like this. Mm-hmm. When you're open and then, and and you're ready to receive, it comes mm-hmm. and I look at it as um, being at the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. When you're, when you go to the supermarket And the cashier has their light on when you make that decision to turn your light on, you don't know what's coming. And you will grow in the process of serving. It's, are you going to grow in authenticity? Um, Are you going to use other energies to accelerate that process? Um, How are you, how are you going to manage it?
0: Yeah I love that and I think there's a lot of people coming through now that realizing that they have a light you know I think a lot of people are stepping out of that very 3D uh, phase and I I really feel like that catalyst happened a few years ago for a lot of the collective as a whole you know there's been many of us who have been here for a while in this lifetime that have been doing the work but as a collective I really feel like there's many many more like what I would just call like um normal 3D humans starting to see the light and and realize bigger potential and I find that really really exciting that we're moving into this 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 era that you know everyone's everyone's stepping up and stepping out
1: and let me let me add in my perspective on that from what I see with walking so what we do at the end is we do the chronology of what souls were in the body at what age, because generally when you're starting out uh, shifts happen on the body's birthday. Mm. So I do the chronology, what infinite being is, you know, what occupant was in on the, in the body on the first birthday, what, what diamond was that? What infinite being was that? Because you can have, um, when when the body's been interfered with and the lives that were planned cannot happen, that whole infinite being can leave and another one comes in. Mm-hmm. So there's different there's different types of shifts. But we really want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um for me, the, the big numbers are when was your first interfered with walk-in? When did you lose your sovereignty? Mm-hmm. If that happened in childhood, you have no recollection. Mm-hmm. I, being sovereign Mm. Um, and then so what i what i'm seeing in terms of this collective surge is i'm getting people who have had you know they had walk-ins every few years and you know they 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 you know they've got a significant number of walk-ins but in the last six months The infinite being the oversoul has sent in facet after facet after facet to wake the being up to kind of like almost like create a crisis of that I got to do something about this so they come to me they've got 17 18 occupants six of those were in the last year wow so it's um it's almost like bursting the dam it's you are going to figure this out. (laughs) And I, I work, I deal with the warriors. Mm. And when you've done that, you are here for a big purpose. And sometimes after going through decades of complications, where your body's broken down, you've had multiple illnesses, surgeries, um, the relief of no longer dealing with that mm. can lull you into thinking that that's enough. Yeah. But it's not. Mm. Rest, regenerate, get get your strength back. But you came here for a reason. Mm. Yeah. You're just reminding people of that.
0: I love that reminder. <laughs> Because I think a lot of people get stuck in their heads, don't they, with fear and with sabotage and not feeling good enough. But, you know, you've got to remember that you're here. You are here for a reason.
1: And, you know, the the fear, the fear is there. I I still feel fear and question myself, but it doesn't stop me. And but I also use it as a gauge of do I need to clear? you know have I like I was on that call with the community last night and I was you know had started i had started the zoom call people started to show up in the waiting room and I just had this oh, awful like something's happened and um there was a ghost right so I had to clear my apartment and you know there I said okay guys just give me a minute I'm I'm doing my thing clearing that so I can then show up But if you don't know that that stuff exists, then you would give it a completely different interpretation. Mm. All I know is that never for a second should I feel anything but wonderful and happy and joyful. Mm. And that's a big concept for people.
0: Mm. Yeah. I refer to it as um, living in my rainbow bubble.
1: Yeah, and when something shows up, many people have been conditioned to own it. Mm. You don't need to own it. Just clear it. Just see what it is. It's just an energy. Yeah. Limiting decision or belief or something from your past, but it doesn't get to, to drive, you know, doesn't get to, to, to steer the car. Mm. So I'm interested. Are you getting any messages for me?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've just been listening to you and, and um asking you questions as we go along. Um team, are there any messages that you want to share with Pauline? <clears throat> They're just loving this extension of your work actually, because a lot of um the work that we do is about energetic clearing, about sovereignty, about using your heart, you know, but yours feels like you go on a on a deeper level and it's very, very specific on who you're actually dealing with, you know, and I love that really specific. I can't even say some human words, <laughs> <laughs> so <Sorry>, I don't try. <laughs> but yeah, they're absolutely loving what you do, and the fact that you are really bringing through these leaders. They're saying you're bringing through these leaders that have these stories, you know. And and the thing about stories, I always tell people backstories. You know, your your war story is. It makes you even more powerful when you do shop in the world because people will be attracted to everything that you've been through. And I think a lot of people shy away from what they've been through in order to get to where they are now, you know, and and they just wanted to come through that message that you are helping these, they're saying you're helping these wounded soldiers come through and and go to battle again.
1: They're my warriors, and that's my tattoo. I have a tattoo to my foot. That says warrior. Because this body, this body's been through a lot. Mm. And um with the the interfered with walk-ins at one point in time there's a back injury. I, I lost use of my left leg. Um, however, the the number of spontaneous healings, like what what our bodies are capable of mm. is phenomenal and um so i i i just know i want to say two things one one i'll talk about a, a an ankle injury but the other thing i want to say is um what was that um strength has been very misconstrued on this planet right Strength has been construed as power, uh, power over others. Uh, and to me, strength is the ability to be vulnerable. Uh, and when I got the message, I was at a meditation retreat and I got the message, it's time to write the book. I had known for a couple of years, I was going to write the book and I, you know, I kept wandering through life as though, is this what I'm going to write it about. Is this what I'm going to write it about? and then it was like no you need to do it and you need to do it now and that was um november of 2022 i had no idea what the finished product was going to look like um but here i here i was telling my story and in order to communicate i what what i had been through what i had dealt with and with specific energy that have a lot of fear and judgment around them, mm. religious and, and I don't name them. They don't, they don't deserve to be named until I need to name them to clear them. But, and there's a lot of shame packed around that.
0: Mm.
1: And so I got, you know, I was like, no, I need to go. I need to go there. And this book now I've had a lot of very, very interesting illnesses based on specific energies, mm-hmm. and I got to go there because I you know I I met um so this this book is showing up for me in clients and people that I meet for mm-hmm. sharing their stories with me and I had dinner with a, another meditator the other night and she was she was telling me some stuff and it so closely mirrored what I had been through and and I'm like that was the sign it's like okay you got to talk about that now
0: mm.
1: that's really vulnerable it's very personal but you got to talk about that because that could change her
0: life yeah I'm finding that as well is that they they peel back the layers right don't they and they say right now's the time to talk about that and I'm like What? but no one knows about that And you're like all right okay so I just treat it as like a project now it's like it's it's never about um, me, really. It's about sharing stories, and one of the reasons why we started this podcast really was my team said it's going to be through stories that we're able to heal each other, and realise and and follow people who actually can provide real life situations and solutions based on what they've been through, and we're seeing this shift massively from people who have been relied on, you know, old um, outdated methods. Um, mod- modalities, um, healing uh, processes that just don't work in this new world that we're creating, and we're actually creating these new systems as we're moving through. And it, I think, it's really beautiful what everybody's doing here to to aid humanity in the collective. You know, because it's really needed. Um. So, where can people find you, Pauline, if they want to stalk you? They, they, they can, can find, find me, amazing, on
1: by on the way. My website. PaulineMaguire.com. They can find me on Instagram. Pauline Maguire. Pauline Maguire, Blueprint Love Warrior. Uh, Facebook. The the quickest, the the so the the um the two things I recommend if you think that you're a walk in or or life just isn't working and you don't know, but you're willing to consider, take my quiz. It's on the website. It's going to give you. It's it's called the energetic free will quiz, and it's going to give you a number, and you you could numbers, and you're either green, yellow, red, or red alert. When you do the quiz, you will be given the opportunity to book a free twenty minute call with me. Please do that. I had a um, so the 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 highest number of you know the higher the number, the less free will you have. Sure. I had uh came in in the middle of the night the other night. I had a quiz result that showed up, and it was a 21 out of 21. Wow! And the person did not book the call with me. Wow! That breaks my heart. So, wow. um, I actually am going to reach out to them because we're we're dealing with things that are you you don't know what you don't know, mm. but I know things. You know things. Mm. And it's just that piece of information that opens up the awareness. Mm. And you and I both know that when you're in the presence of somebody with awareness, your awareness
0: expands. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about being in the right environment and having the right people around you. So I think what we'll do, Pauline, is we'll include your quiz in the bio when we share um, your podcast and people can get right to where to find you. Um, and if they
1: want my book, um, my book's available. Um, uh, who's holding the microphone is available for a free download on my website as well. So if they're, if you're looking for more information about walk-ins that's my story, it talks, it goes into, uh, it, it talks about the 14 symptoms, but it, I also, talk about my experience with it to just kind of pack more information. How did I experience these symptoms? And I had I think 13 out of 14.
0: Wow. Amazing. I love your story. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh you so awesome. it's a beautiful morning. It's um yeah. You've made me want to go outside and try and get a tan, but it's in the middle of winter here. So I don't think that's gonna to happen today. <laughs> you still
1: want your sun on face. So I'll tell you a story. Part of my um part of how I came to the awareness. Um I I like many, many walk-ins, I was relentless, right? I was doing the courses and I, you know, I akashic records dowsing i did my nlp training i'm master nlp master hypnotherapist timeline therapist all that stuff and it was after my nlp practitioner training that i had the awareness that my body was in survival didn't matter what i did with my thoughts my body was in survival had no idea why then and i started to meditate went to a meditation retreat in Malta in November of 2019, right before the world shut down with COVID. And shortly after that started a 30 day walking meditation challenge. So walking meditation is the most advanced form of meditation because you're actually meditating out in the world. And within the first couple of weeks, I got really sick. And um, the only time I felt better was when I meditated, so I kept meditating. And I was diagnosed with Crohn's. My body was diagnosed with Crohn's maybe six, seven weeks into the walking meditation. So I kept going because that was the medicine for me. And that's when I made the connection that my father had actually died of undiagnosed Crohn's. He had died of small bowel cancer. And I kept going. I healed that in five days, right? They did the emotional work, the energetic work gone, done, and I kept going and went for more than 724 days across three countries, changed, lived, left Canada, was in the States, came, came to Mexico. And at the end, you can do a lay down, which gives the body time to integrate the changes. And this is Celsius. So I meditated between minus twenty and plus thirty-eight. So plus thirty-eight is one hundred and six degrees, and minus twenty. You're you're in snow. You're you're full on snow, balaclava. Mm. So the and some of my most beautiful and peaceful meditations were in the cold. Wow,
0: minus twenty.
1: So (laughs) get that
0: sun on your face. Hug a tree. Mm, I love trees. I'm always hugging trees. I've got children as well, and they're six and eight. And everywhere we go, they just run up to the trees and hug them now without even me saying anything. It's just so beautiful.
1: It's the connection, right? Like the we've been humanity's been cut off with rubber sole shoes. And you know, that's that's why I live at the beach. I my work is intense. I deal with a lot of interference energy, uh, clearing them for people, and I go and lie on the beach. That's that's just I just plug myself back in. Yeah, I love
0: that. I love that. Right then, we better um, say thank you to our listeners, and I'll stop the recording, Pauline, and then we'll have a quick chat if you've got five minutes. Sure. Beautiful. Thank you, guys.